Welcome, welcome everyone. So I hope you are doing great in these challenging and exciting times. Um, I titled today's episode Hacking Life versus Dancing with Life. So what do I mean by this? I think there are two streams emerging at this time, which is very obviously by now for most, I think, a time for great change and shifting of the templates. And it's becoming more and more like two parallel streams, more ego, more fear, more push versus more coherence learning coherence, reconnection, peace, joy, presence with whatever is. And it's almost like two parallel realities. And I have a sense it is, in a way, like two divergent streams of humanity's evolution, which are almost like parallel universes. So think about the first paradigm of push and fear and it doesn't have to be i mean yes for sure there there can be um let's say very negative aspects of it but it can be within us think of all the old templates that are ready to go uh, we, maybe we don't even know they are ready to go think of all those you know, programs running through the head that, oh, I have to do this, I must do it now, I have to achieve, I have to hack this, I have to find out, I have to know. And once I know, everything is going to be fine. Oh, if someone could just tell me what to do, then I'd just go out and do it. <laughs> if I could have, um, I don't know, if I could just have a nice community, everything would be fine. If only life were for me and not against me, then everything's going to be all right. Oh, I'll just, I'll just figure this out. Um, so there are those streams. They can take a very aggressive form, or they can be um, more like a program saying that, well, I just have to put in more and more effort. And what is happening now? And that's my experience, so you may disagree with me, and obviously it's more complex. But I feel like one of the strands that is happening now for many people is that we run into the wall. We say, oh, I can't do it by myself. By my own power, I just keep hitting the wall. It's like I'm banging my head against the wall and nothing is happening. And I keep trying to find an entry and I can't. There is there is nothing. There is just a wall because I keep doing it and I keep doing it and I, tr I try and I try and I work and I work and I put more effort and I whatever. It can become a very spiritually driven ego, right? I can manifest and I can create and I can do magic and I can think positively until the cows come home and still no change. Because I'm pushing and pushing and pushing and I can't, by myself, I can't do anything. I'm absolutely helpless. I just keep being thrown flat on my back. 
And um, another, that hacking aspect there on a more global scale, it's uh, biohacking, right? It's uh, how to be more and more and more productive, sleep two hours a day and produce, 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 produce. Everybody has to be on top. Everybody has to make a seven-figure income because if you don't, then, you know, you're a loser and a bum and you haven't figured out life. You haven't hacked the, the code of the universe. And uh, everybody is into whatever magic or, or the, the law of something, attraction, assumption, uh, correspondences, because we have to have, and, well, soon seven-figure income won't be enough, so you need eight-figure figure income and nine figure income and you know I have a house well I need 10 more to at least compete in the global market of achievements so it's this kind of it's never enough and food well it has to be you know the super organic whatnot usually grown in the same field as the non-organic but uh, that's that's another story um, but, but if, we, if we're talking mass markets, uh, obviously it's better to grow your own food or buy from a farmer that you know. But uh, like on a global scale, this is being abused uh, and used by, uh, <laughs> in this case, food growers, right? So you can just say, oh, this, this is organic, this is not organic, but it's the same company that grows them on the same field very often, at least in Europe, I've seen it. Uh, but we have to hack it, right? There is, we must ha hack the code, must hack the code of the universe. So food, it has to be super optimal food, um, super high performance. What else? Microdosing, um, mushrooms, uh, I don't know, whatnot. Um, taking supplements, uh, brain supplements, right? Brain has to be on top. AI to help you with your business, right? Uh, uh, 27 posts a day with the help of AI and post, post, post until you flood the already over flooded internet and add to the sea of completely useless information. But you have to, right? Because where, where else does this seven-figure income come from? So... It's like hack, <laughs> hack, use, achieve, produce, uh, have a three-hour morning practice, wake up in the morning and write your gratitude diary and your morning pages and your yoga practice and your breathwork practice. <laughs> so you, you, you almost have no time to sleep and then it's, it's normal to sleep two hours because, oh my gosh, there's so much to do, right? I constantly have to write gratitude gratitude diaries and meet people every day is a must and uh, talk to people every day is a must as well and then I have to read now I have no time to read thank god there are apps for it so you read a book in 17 minutes or something because it's been uh, digested for you then regurgitated and now everyone would regurgitate the same platitudes uh, that they heard uh, from a summary of a book and etc etc so there is that hacking now, it's not necessarily as negative as I made it sound, um, because there are some, some good aspects of it, like with everything. But there is one problem, the underlying problem, 
is that this approach, it doesn't address the root issue. It doesn't address our problem as a collective, uh, as humanity. And it doesn't address the root cause of our disease, mental or physical or emotional, and that is disconnection. And I don't mean disconnection just from the world, uh, as in society or people, but our disconnection from the dreaming of the planet, from the voice of the planet, from the desire of the planet. And yes, also from cosmos and obviously the high beings and the divine, but overall, it's a disconnection from the earth as an organism, as a living being, thinking in terms of every parts of that or every part of that organism functioning as a body. Like earth is a body, just like your body is. And you are a cell in planet Earth. Now, if a cell in your body decides it's going to hack the code or crack the code, it's most likely a sick cell. It starts singing out of tune. It causes a disease. It grows exponentially to that hundred-figure income in which case it becomes a cancer cell and it can kill you or it creates other types of distortions. That's what happens in a body. And my question is, why do we think the earth is different? Like if it has grown billions of cancer cells who are trying to hack the reality, isn't there a bit of a problem a bit of a distortion at least the opposing stream and the stream that i believe is going to be emerging more and more in the coming years maybe the coming decade that is emerging from the planetary consciousness itself is the stream of connection so instead of hacking and cracking <laughs> and exponentially growing and getting my way. Now, don't get me wrong. We all have been programmed, or at least most of us have been programmed with my way or the highway. We went to schools. We had education where we were told that we are separate. We are individual. Our consciousness is individual. I am me and everything and everyone else is everything and everyone else. We don't have a template for connection at the deepest levels. Maybe intellectually, some of us have read more and began to understand that, oh, there is everything is connected to everything else. But experientially, I think most of us have very little experience with interconnectedness because our education, even our belief systems and practices, 
especially in the West, they've kind of taught us that we are, you know, I have to fix this. I have to fix myself. I have to grow. <laughs> I have to grow. I have to be spiritual. I have to be healthy. And for some reason, I can't, right? I'm running into a wall and now it's amplifying. Now more and more people are hitting the wall because the wall is separation because they've grown out of sync completely and so problems begin uh, depression and anxiety as a symptom of being out of alignment out of purpose so there is a purpose but i don't know it and uh, again we approach purpose with that individualistic approach. As an Akashic Record reader, I don't know how many questions I get. What is my purpose in life? Okay, so what do I have to do um, to get um, uh, the man of my dreams? Uh, someone asked me, I struggled very hard, I, I, don't, I still don't think I understand the question. What is my mission or what mission do I have to do to get a man of my dreams? To me, it's like an oxymoron, perhaps not exactly, but how is getting a man of your dreams relevant to your mission? There's nothing wrong with wanting to have a man of your dreams, but I just don't understand what kind of a mission do you have to have to get a man of your dreams? But in any case, maybe you maybe you understand it better than me. Maybe something is short-circuited in my brain. But um, it's still that hacking, <laughs> a hacking attitude. Well, how do I crack the code of the universe to get what I want? And more and more we are running into not getting what we want. Like the code is getting unhacked. So it's this reminder, a gentle recall to the origin, to rem remembering that, look, you're actually a part of the body, whether you want it or not, you're part of an organism. Like if you're running amok, you're just becoming a cancer cell. You're killing the whole body, but maybe the body is going to expel you because the dissonance, the discord is getting louder. And so that other stream, that other direction is towards connection, towards dancing with the earth, dancing with the elements, dancing with, with cosmos. And there are many different ways of approaching it. Yes, definitely, it's a shamanic consciousness. It's uh, our ancestral consciousness where we all come from, from cultures and traditions where this was honored, this interconnectedness of everything to everything else. It was known and honored. And in some traditions, it is still alive. Maybe some of you like me, are studying and learning and, you know, embedding yourselves in, into these traditions. And for some, it's completely new. But I believe if we don't learn to dance with the universe, with the reality, with the elements, with the sunrise, with the moon, the water, the fire, the earth, with the cells of our body, 
with what is. Slowly, slowly disengaging from that demanding I, the ego that demands a man of my dreams, the job of my dreams, eight-figure income. I think I'll, I'll predict that seven is not enough now. You have to have eight-figure income because times, <laughs> times are hard. So, you know, <laughs> have to stay on top. Now, now we're going to talk about eight-figure income in a moment. So... <clears throat> And there is nothing wrong with wanting good things. Reconnection is not about necessarily, you know, going living in a cave naked and saying, oh, yeah, it's just kind of I, I mastered the code of the universe. It's not about that. It's not about being rich or poor or sick or healthy. It's about coherence, recognizing that no, nobody is going to be enlightened or healed or released on their own. It doesn't work like this. And if you're going on a spiritual path and you keep collapsing and collapsing and collapsing, it means that you are disconnected because you can't do it. No one can go on their own because they're not meant to, because we are not alone, actually. We just think we are. So to the extent we believe we are alone, we keep collapsing. And I believe for most of us, maybe 99% of us, the job is to a lesser or greater degree, usually to a greater degree than we think, the job is to learn reconnection in whatever way that is relevant at any given time, right? Because maybe today my job of reconnection is just to reach out to a friend and say, hello, how are you doing? Maybe that, it's that hard. And so I start from there. And then at the end of the day, I congratulate myself on, okay, today I connected to a friend. But it's also connecting to the world around us, to living beings, to the reality to plants talking to plants and, and it's become right so popular in the west uh to you for example plant medicine so ayahuasca or iboga or whatever else but again it's taken from by most people it's approached from a place of disconnection it's like i am coming to a particular place so I'm a separate entity meeting multiple separate entities. I have a purpose in mind, right? And I start taking that ayahuasca. Now ayahuasca uh, is an empathogen. So it connects you. It connects you big time. And that's why many Westerners are so hooked onto it because they've never experienced this connection. The mind cannot um, fathom it, cannot handle it. So the plant teaches them. But actually, all the plants talk to each other. All the plants are interconnected. They just teach you this in different ways, right? from a different perspective. Am I saying uh, taking ayahuasca is a bad thing? No, absolutely not. If it shows you this connection, it's wonderful. What I'm saying is it's just one tiny fragment of a bigger picture. 
Something that we are collectively forced to learn in each in our own way, like kind of working with the, uh, with the world, with the piece of the world that we are called to work with. So whether it means reconnecting to nature or reconnecting to natural cycles of light and dark or reconnecting to your body and even starting to feel the body, but approaching that bigger perspective that I am not separate. And if I try, and I believe in the next years, it's going to be more and more obvious. If I try to go on my own, I'm going to collapse. And the further I try <laughs> to go, you know, the, the more difficult it's going to get. But the truth is, I am not alone. It's just that consciousness of separation that has completely pervaded the mind. And so we have the fibromyalgia and mental health disorders and addiction and everything. It, it just screams that, oh, it's, it's time. The cells are getting sick and dramatically out of control. Of course, there are other more metaphysical um, aspects here, right, that it's also the Earth's own ascension and uh, raising of vibration and etc. But practically speaking, without going too much into metaphysics, the path of healing is the path of reconnection if we try doing it on our own without a support network yes but also without trying to reconnect to elements forces of nature ancestors plants animals people right our own seemingly separate personalities for example our ego as opposed to our higher self some people say oh you have to kill the ego and thus achieve enlightenment well good luck what can i say <laughs> good luck <laughs> good luck killing the ego uh, and yes let, let me know how far how far you've come um but that's the path ultimately is about learning to dance with life so releasing that hacking spirit more and more um, but they happen simultaneously and very often it's not just in society and don't think that we are so very firmly on one path there is I'm sure a part of us that still wants to hack the code of life, even if we are trying to work on reconnection. But that's what we are learning um, collectively. And that's also, for me, the new direction that also my healing work is taking, is kind of realizing that and embodying it in practice, in practical exercises and meditation and working um, with it from that more reconnected, interconnected, coherent view. And it's a quantum perspective. It's not an either or perspective. You can't explain it in logical words. You have to experience it, right? It's an experiential because how can you explain interconnectedness of everything to everything else 
in a language, in a framework, in an education that has never spoken about it. It's experiential. It comes from the body, uh, from the bodily experience, from other senses and uh, the senses of the cells and uh, the imaginary, the imagination and etc. etc. So it's it's a quantum healing process, that reconnection. But practically speaking, whatever takes you out of yourself, right? Wherever you start dancing with life, softening the boundaries of the self, of the ego, and saying, oh, maybe I don't have to hack life. I can just dance with it. What does life want from me today what's right in front of my nose today where i can serve life or maybe there is uh, an animal that wants to eat on the street oh that's it that's my path to reconnection now in these 30 minutes and maybe there is a practice that I've been meaning to do and I have time for it and it's right in front of my nose so maybe I can do it right now and maybe there is a friend who wants to talk to me so it can be in very little things but the general direction um, I think we maybe can at least contemplate uh, taking is away from hacking life <laughs> and into dancing with life uh, because it's much more joyful and much more relaxing and yes we all have a long way to go there but just think what where can I dance with life today how can I support connection within my own body even if I just connect the left side to the right side and give myself a big hug but with that Awareness was that understanding that my left is not separate from my right. And everything that it entails, all the meanings that it may have for you. Um, and that's the path forward. So I leave you with that inspiration for today. Um, I have also responded to this call of greater reconnection uh, so we're going to have um, a healing meditation um, on uh, Wednesday the first coming Wednesday March 6 it will be at 6 p.m central European time so um, and you can find uh, the details on my website healing-radiance.com so hopefully we'll we'll be doing it alternating Wednesdays and uh, Saturdays in March it's at uh, um, uh, it's at 6 p.m 6 p.m Central European and later on we uh, will adjust timings as as time allows but um, it's it's that call to greater coherence to recognizing slowly slowly coming out of a very painful separation because separation is indeed painful and unpleasant but to restructure all of those templates that scream oh, I'm separate I'm separate I'm alone I have to hack life help me 
it's a collective effort. So no one can do it alone. No one can become unseparate on their own. It's that's definitely an oxymoron, right? There is it's not it's not possible. And so we connect in whatever way we can or just go outside and sit next to a tree and talk to a tree. That's that's another way of connection. But yes, so hopefully we learn more and more as we go along and uh, also bring more more practices for reconnection as time goes by. So with that, I wish you many blessings and have a wonderful day.